This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is the 50th year of the yeshiva. It's the um, extraordinary landmark for the community. It's something that we would have hoped and wished that Ravenema, whose idea was and he had hoped that he would, um, we, we had hoped he would live for it. He was zochet to live to the 50th anniversary of the shul's founding. And since the yeshiva and the shul to him were one and the same, uh, we would have hoped for him to be with us today. Um, unfortunately, he's not with us, but Bez Hashem, the legacy that he built, will remain with us. It's now before Rosh Hashanah. And the, um, there are uh, elements of Rosh Hashanah and a 50-year celebration that really, really are very uh, similar and have a lot in common. And we're going to try to focus on those elements. The mitzvah that is in common to both of them is Tkia Shofa. Tkia Shofa is something which is um, Rosh Hashanah, that we know, and it is Yovel. It's something which not only does it happen to be both Rosh Hashanah and Yovel, but actually Chazal um, learn a lot of the halachas from each other. And Chazal even formulated a term to describe the um, uniformity of both of them, and it's kolat kiyas that the blowing of the shofar in both uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yovel are the same. And the question really is, I mean, they seem to us two extremely different Yom Tovim. Rosh Hashanah is all about a Yom Adin. Um, the shofar in Rosh Hashanah is supposed to arouse in us the uh, fear and the awe of Yom Adin, of the impending Yom Adin, and the need to do tshuva, and so on and so forth. That's something that is Hashana, the Shofar of Rosh Hashanah. The Shofar of Yovel is all about freedom, releasing the Avadim to go home, um, signaling that yet the property to go back. All, all of that seems to be um, very, very distinct one from the other. And yet Chazal told us that the Torah split the halachas between the two, and this sort of creates for us a formulation that any tkia of the first month, meaning the Rosh Hashanah tkiyas and the Yovel tkiyas, are so similar, the variations on the same sound of tkiyah shofar. And it's something that we really need to think about and understand. The, um, we also find that the um, shofar, it is something that is there for freedom. It says, We're supposed to blow with a big shofar for our freedom. Now, on Yovel, we have the whole Jewish people. They're all willing to do the mitzvahs. They're just waiting for that signal to be able to, you know, everyone would just will send their bottom free. 
the um, the, the, the goyim, the kavish of is talking about us being in, amongst foreign nations, being captive physically, spiritually, and so on. Um, what does it help if we're going to have this Kabbalah show for Godot? Are the nations of the world really um, interested in doing it? In other words, is, is this shofar sort of miraculous, like a, a Yericho shofar, where, it's gonna, where they're going to come crashing down? I don't think that that's the implication of it. it it's just, they'll release us. Well, why? Um, is, 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 they're not listening to, they're not willing to obey. What, what is it in the shofar that's going to be our cheres? We, we, we say the same formulation in our of Shofros, uh, we talk about Kavashov Gadacharaseinu. So, what is this Kavashov uh, Gadacharaseinu? You actually find when the Jews were released from Mitzrayim, they first had Cheres, and then a few days later they went off to Israel. So, there's Kavashov Gadacharaseinu, and then there's a Vesonne Kavashov So, we're going to try to see. How Shaifa creates that element of Cheres, which is obviously extremely um, significant in Yovel. I want to just add, by the way, the Chinuch says a reason for the Shofar in Yovel, and it's a very, very important reason. It's not, it's not relevant to what we'll speak about, but just very, very important to bear in mind his reason. He makes the following observation. Slaves in those days were the equivalent of um, every means of earning a living. What to us, a factory, a tractor, you have a big field. Um, how do you plant, sow, and harvest? Um, so imagine, imagine on Yovel, everybody had to give up their cars. Um, all farmers have to give up their tractors and, and all other implements. How, how, how would that work? How, it, w- it would be very difficult on each and every one of us to do something like that. So the Torah says, if everyone will do it together, it'll be easier. People um, can do things that are difficult if a tzibur does it together. So that's why we blew shayfa so that everybody together would do it in order to overcome the extraordinary difficulty of, of sending off Avadim uh, for free. I think that that's a, that's a very, very powerful reason why Tsiba should be together. I really think that's very significant. And, uh, but uh, it's not the reason that's pertaining to what we're going to speak about. So I would like to go back to the concept of slavery and freedom um, and where the shofar comes about. If we're to ask ourselves, the term evet, meaning a slave, there, there are two levels in it. Only one of the two is genuinely a slave in the full sense of the word. Imagine somebody kidnaps me at gunpoint, and he forces me to work the field, and every moment he's standing with a gun over my head, or a club, or whatever it is. So I am being enslaved, that's correct, but I am not a slave. I still belong someplace else. This is not me. 
it's just that at any given moment I need to make a decision do I um, stand up for who I am or do I save my life that's not real slavery but at some point you begin to understand yourself as belonging to the other you begin to see yourself as being subsumed to the person who is your master and now you really are not a free person anymore um, I've read many accounts of the slaves in America when even after they regained their freedom many of them drifted back to the farms or wherever were the, the estates that they were at because they didn't they didn't have the ability to create a, a, their own entity their own family their own sense of self that's part of slavery so slavery really is the sense your sense that you belong somewhere else the, if we take a look at the parish in the Torah of what it is what an Evid Ivi is who is the one that is affected by by uh, by Yovel it's a remarkable description the Torah gives us a man was sold for six years that's the term of sale for an Evid Ivi in order to repay a debt or to um, uh, in order to repay a debt or a crime you know who's also repaying the debt now it says like this he works for his master for his new master and his new master can give him a woman who is a shifcha and they have children the children belong to the master the master has to feed the slave and so on the end of the six years comes Omar Yomar Ha'eved, a haftias Adonias Ishtavis Bonait Lo Eitzichavshi. I like my master so much, I'm not willing to go out free. But, one second, what do you mean Ishti Bonait? This is a very surrogate family. This was only given to you as a means to help the master um, prosper. It's not your real wife, you have a wife at home. It's not your real children, you have children at home. Um, it's, it's not your home at all. But this person has become so absorbed by um, the by the uh, by 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 his new environment that he's forgotten where his old environment is was, and that's the tragedy of a um, that's the tragedy of of, uh, of an event. So now the Torah says it will play out for a yovel of years but we do want him to come back home there's a home he belongs someplace the chauffeur is going to be the vehicle to liberate the person himself from his sense of belonging there let's understand how that happens um, Rav Hutner has a long discussion um, which I can't go into now but I want to extract the main point. The, um, the, the, the chauffeur is the instrument that can effectively reawaken old um, impressions that have faded with time. It's just like when you jar somebody's memory um, when when you when you shake somebody, 
when the every person when he's been somewhere every person has a, a source every person has roots and those roots are, um, are are there and even if the person has managed to bury the roots under a thick thick layer of accumulated material afterwards they're still there the reason why the chauffeur is the instrument for Tchiasa Mason, for reviving the dead, is what this says, is because nothing ever truly dies. Everything leaves over some footprint in, in the cosmos, and that footprint is reawakened. We, today, we, we, we remarkably uh, see something like it. Um, we, we realize that if one cell is left over from a person, or from an animal, you can, you know, from the DNA, you can theoretically reconstruct the same person, so to speak. In other words, things leave over um, a, 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 a bare minimum, a, a sort of zip file of themselves, if you wish to use computer language, and that just needs to be extracted and take out the person. The core of Schofer is specifically to bring out that which is in the person himself. And the, um, the, 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 it, it's, it was there waiting, and when I blasted the shofar, it woke, it, it awakened. This is true about the shofar of Rosh Hashanah, in the sense that the shofar of Rosh Hashanah doesn't impose on a person something which he is not. Adam, man was created to be divine, to be good. That's that's the first that's the first instance of man. It's Selma Lakim, he is in God's image, which means he's good. On top of that was slapped Yitzhahara, uh, 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 a virus that came up and, and a lot of grime that accumulated to cover it. That, but but that's that's come up on top of that. It's a question of how how much effort do we need to dislodge that. So when we're blowing the shofar, we're not imposing on a person through a scare tactic, so to speak. We're kind of uh, we're, we're, we're sort of bullying somebody into doing something we want. That's the no. We are reminding you of who you were. What was one of one of the most heartbreaking, um, uh, I guess, encounters a person can have is when you meet somebody in a fairly, um, a fairly advanced state of dementia, and the person most of the time is not aware of his past or anything, and then something sort of sparks the memory. And the person smiles and says, yes, I was once X, Y, Z, or she was once my wife, or these were my children, or something like that. And, and, and th that's a very, very painful moment, because when someone's dead, we sort of look at it, it's finished, it's over, and that's that. But when somebody's alive, and deep in him, he has buried a whole um, world of relationships, of, of interactions, of, of, of experiences, memories, and we know it's there because it just takes the right jarring. It's like when you have a computer on the blink, 
and it keeps going on and off and sometimes you, you sort of give it a little wiggle and it goes on and you're desperately hoping it's going to stay long enough for you to copy some very important files that's kind of the feeling you have um, so so Schaefer is the instrument to waken up it it works on people um, for for tshuva, because it reawakens the old salt there was, and it works on yovel, because yovel, the, um, the, the the is a time where we need to waken the person. This element of freedom, the element of freedom is, if you want to describe it, in the way in which the Torah describes it. It's, um, it says, what is Yovel? It says, Ukros and Drobras Vashpeshul Kot, freedem, Yovel Yetielachem, Vishaftem Ishalachuzosoi Vishal Mishpata Tashuvel. Each goes back to his home. Everyone goes back to, 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 to what was. That is what uh, Yovel was. So it's, it, and the first point that we need to do is, reawaken the person the sense that this is his home. He's not going on to new freedom, he's going back home. Him and all the property and all the land, everything goes back to where it was. That's the shofar of Yovel. It's true also about the Jews. It says, Tkabe shofar Godlecher that when the Gula will come, um, Moshiach is going to blow on the shofar to gather us, to give us our freedom. Well, that's because we are really, really um, waiting it, 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 w- w- our main problem our problem is f- first and foremost that we are not we don't sense ourselves as freedom Kali Yisrael has gone into a um, Kali Yisrael has gone into Golis and we are um, if we, we begin to get the sense that this is where we belong and and uh, you know and and uh, we're part of whatever entity we're part of, and that's terrible. The um, that's where the real uh, lack of freedom comes because we're not ourselves. Therefore, when Mashiach will bring the shayfer and blow it, we're going to uh, come back to our senses, and it will jog our memory to know that who we really are. That's the show for Mashiach. The um, the Rambam writes that in Mitzrayim, when the Jews were there, they had become so absorbed in the in the Mitzri culture that they just about had forgotten about Akharish Baruch Hu and everything else. They had, they had forgotten about the Emes of Hashem Echad and so on and so forth. That's really, really a um, that's the tragedy, so to speak, of. Of the Jews in the I'd like to um, come back a little bit and talk about the yeshiva, its impact in the community, and what the tachas was. The yeshiva is um, is is here first and foremost to ins- infuse Talmud Torah into boys studying Torah in boys studying Torah at an advanced age, in people in community coming and studying. 
there is a level of teaching where you teach people the basics, what you have to do, what mitzvahs, um, and certainly that's important. Then there's a level of basics where you teach people the you give people the reasons why we do it, and that's important. And we inspire them, and that's that. That doesn't require all that much time. And then the question is, well, why do we? Why do we push? It's it's quite a rugged schedule, and boys have to sit and get up to a, a, a level of learning that's um, quite advanced. The, the, the high school boys, by the time they finish, are learning at a level that is yeshiva compatible. Um, boys come back from Israel, they're busy going to school possibly, getting on with a secular, with a career, and, um, and, and yet they're spending a lot of time studying, advancing their studies, and it's not at all easy. And so on. And people can really come if the long hard day to spend time there. But what's the difference? Why? The answer is the difference between someone who is steeped in studying and learning and does to the person who is just doing because he's been informed and instructed and also sort of been pushed emotionally to do it is do you feel that you're realizing yourself? Or do you feel you're being told what to do? It's it's so important for a person to feel a realization of self. When we can identify, and it's natural to us, and we understand the halachic process, and we understand the demon, everything goes out we're in a different position vis-a-vis in terms of um, of uh, working, of, of, of doing it. It, it means it can last because if it if we're doing what what we feel is a realization of self, then even if we lapse sometimes, but we we will we, we'll come back to it. When you're coming back, people have stormy relationships with parents, but they always look to come back. With the spouse, it's not always the same because. They don't see this, you know, it was, it was, but parents, this is me. And no matter how stormy, there will always be attempts to sort of rectify and come around again and so on and so forth. If, if Torah becomes part of yourself, you, you, just, you understand it in a way that is intimate. You, you, you just have it, it makes, it, it sort of sits well in you. Then, then it's impressed itself on a very root level. And, and, where and, and where you might take a wrong turn or, or just sort of lax off a bit, but it's always a process of coming back. And that's why it's so important. That's why it's so important that a kid at a young age gets the skills and the beginnings necessary to, 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 to learn Torah on that level. That's why when a young man is at his prime in a sense of intellectual prime where he's studying college and you know he's, he's really, really expected to advance rapidly, and it's, it, that's a time that's so important to study. It's also it's important for people to study when they when they're older, and they, they what they're doing are they, they they are integrating the process into themselves and making part of themselves. Um, I'd like to mention one more aspect of this. The community here is a community that is a very, very bright community. 
It's a community that is critical in the positive sense of the word, analytical. The, um, the fact that the Talmud Torah has become, has taken root, and today the yeshiva is full at night and full on Shabbos, and full of people coming in on off days, on federal holidays and learning, and all the symbolism and all the myriad programs, means that somehow, the, somehow pe people have got the feeling that this is them, this is who they are. It's not something that is imposed on them, but it's something that is part and parcel of who they are. And that's why it's, it's, it's a very, very significant, um, it, it's, it's a very significant milestone in that on the Yovel we recognize that this is what's happening community. There's one more aspect that I would like to um, point out, and I think it's 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 the, it's, it's it's something that Vedamas Harbach would have a lot of nachas. The fact that the yeshiva has come full cycle, and the one of the best, if not the best, prized Talmud edition of it has in turn become the, well, the community and has led the community and is leading the community is something that is is so in consonant with Yovel. Yovel means that it to flow. It means that for fifty years things are going in different directions, but at some point everything flows back into itself. It becomes a complete cycle. There are so many positions in yeshiva and other places have um, have been staffed from the yeshiva. Means that there's a there's a yovel cycle that's happening. We we've been drawing from home to home. Um, Shomer is the community that started Soul Spring and the community in whose um, lap the yeshiva was formed is is a community that most appropriately is the place to start the oval. When we talk about the end result flowing back into the beginning again and cycling again, that would be the Yeshiva coming back to the, to the Shomer community and the Civil Spirit community and touching base again. It's not a circle that goes nowhere. It's, I would say a spiral is a better way of putting it. We've finished one loop. We've realized that we hit the right um, we hit the right note that Talmud Torah, and Talmud Torah Yeshiva's the community, has given the community its sense of self. It has produced the leaders that um, flow back and lead the community, and therefore it's something which, uh, we hope to continue once again. We hope, like a spiral, to go a notch higher, and yet to that same process, where what we're trying to do is tap into the very core of who the community and who Chaisal is, tap into that with Talmud Torah, because that's probably the most essential element of it, and uh, God willing, that will flow back into the community, it will enhance the community's quality of, 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 of Torah life, and produce the next generation and the next generation.